Hello. Welcome to Intentional Sounding. I'm your host, Drawplay Dave Rapoccio, and everything just kind of sucks, you know? Just players getting arrested for attempted murder, other players getting, like, under investigation for, like, potentially sending a hit squad to beat up an ex-girlfriend, um, players getting accused of transmitting STDs, uh... Yeah, it's like, uh, football is just so bad, and I'm I'm just really bummed about it. And with me, as always, is Sam, probably under investigation because he did something shitty, Gressis. Uh, it's bad. I don't like it. Friggin', we we we've been saying this every single week, like it, or it seems like we have in the off seasons. Like we want fun fun dumb off-season stuff to happen it's just been fun scandals yeah the, f- Where's the, the fun kind fun the fun kind. remember when football used to be fun i don't no me either well, i i, I remember I'm, when I'm... it used to be easier to ignore which i guess you know is, is maybe now thing, we're just jaded. we've all become too woke mm-hmm. the more you love football the more you realize it's bad that maybe this is the conundrum of the football fan. Maybe ignorance is bliss. Mm. When you all you think about is cool hits and touchdowns, football is great and wonderful. But when you think about long-term injuries and the politics of football and just the problems inherent within the structures of the sport, you just hate it more. And you just get tired. And football football is bad. And what if I devoted so much energy of my life to loving such a bad thing? Sam. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Why, Sam? There's you know, there's some parallels here to to bad relationships. It's a codependent relation or it's a one way rather dependent relationship where football's like hey i suck and you're like no you don't no you don't i can change you i can change if i complain on the twitter enough they'll 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 make you better they'll make you yeah you 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 love me you you love me remember when you went to the playoffs (laughs) i had a good time remember those evenings in the playoffs where Eli did the, the thing and he beat up Tom Brady personally on the field. He literally punched him in the face twice, and it was it was great, and we were happy. Like why why can't we have that again? It's because why those days never existed, bad? and that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing to uh, to stomach about stuff like this is like looking back nostalgically on you know college or middle school or stuff that you used to enjoy that you don't enjoy as much now the the most heartbreaking thing about it is that back then you were nostalgic for high school middle school and even earlier than that just like elementary school even like those those memories and 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 the real heartbreaking thing is is that they it it always sucked It, it was never better football was always bad and we were just we were just too young Mm -hmm. don't become woke about football don't become woke you'll just be sad like me so i guess we 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 could talk about all this stuff in excruciating detail because well i mean what else is happening but i mean maybe what we could do is actually just rank our pi- favorite Pixar films, you know? Yeah, let's, let's just do, do it. That let's instead. do it. That, that, let, let's just rank our favorite Pixar films. Things that make us happy and make us feel things that aren't, you know, um, woe for American and world society. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your favorite three Pixar movies? Okay, so my I, I haven't ranked them top three, but uh, the ones that come to mind... Our Toy Story three, which I don't—I feel like I don't need to explain that at all, right? Like that's just 
such mm-hmm. a such a fucking such a fucking jam. Uh, and then Wally, I, I, I because I liked Wally a lot because it was when it came out, it was so new. Like for Pixar, it was like Pixar had always dabbled in this kind of like relatively of the now aesthetic even like with the incredibles it was obviously like okay silver age comics and superman and all that kind of stuff it was always relatively like magic on earth and stuff in in a time that is kind of like now and wally was like this weird sci-fi space adventure that they did which was i don't know it, it, that that kind of resonated with me I, I just thought it was really really cool i love the design and i mean the story was fucking great too um but ratatouille is my other one um and that's kind of it's for a personal reason uh i used to be a really really picky eater uh back when that movie came out like i would i was one of the people that like i wouldn't let like when I got like turkey and mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving, I wouldn't let one touch the other um, because I was crazy and bad and insane. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there, there's this one uh, scene in Ratatouille and it's got like jazz music playing and Remy uh, the rat is trying to explain to like his other rat friends who are eating out of the garbage, like what, I guess how to like eat mindfully and like how to pay attention to what you're eating and enjoy it more. Uh, and I remember this so distinctly. There was a scene where he was eating a grape, uh, and the grape had like a certain musical line. Uh, and then he eats a piece of cheese, and the cheese had another like certain musical like line that represented it when uh, he ate them. And then he jammed both into his mouth at the same time, and like this different. Uh, musical line came up and Remy explained like, okay, so yeah, you know, you like cheese, you like grape, but like both of these now come together to make a new flavor. And me, so this movie came out in 2007. I was old enough to know better. This blew my fucking mind that, that you could have like, that, that, uh, that the balance of flavors isn't necessarily just additive. Like, you know, you have grape and cheese and it doesn't just taste like cheesy grapes or whatever you know it's i i remember going home after seeing it for the first time and like literally like i I should try this thing that they did in the movie and and it was delicious because i'd never done it before and it, it really did change the way i look at food there's also that scene where um i can't remember her name but uh the baker uh, she teaches someone, uh, she teaches the other main, the human main character. I can't remember his name. Obviously, I like this movie Linguini. A lot. Yeah, Linguini. That's right. That's right. Um, how to know when bread is well-baked. Uh, it's not by, like, sight. It's not by smell. It's not, uh, you know, it's not by any of those. It's by sound. It's by the sound the crust makes when you squish it. And I remember sitting in the theater and hearing the sound design of, like, when she squished that bread and, like, the crackly ASMR-y shit that happened there. I was just, I don't know, man. That 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 movie is part of the reason why I love food the way I do now. And I only saw it the one time, right? Like, I haven't seen it since, but and it made this imprint on me. So, like, that's – those are my no particular order – Three. That's the story of how Sam Grezis got fat. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Mm. Uh, and then I saw The Incredibles, and that and that inspired me to get in shape. Yeah. What are yours? Um, I mean, my gut instinct, because like I love, basically, there's like a piece of every movie that's perfect. So like mm-hmm. the first yeah. 20 minutes of Up. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. That is, is perfect. It's perfect, perfect, but the rest of the movie is kind of forgettable. Yeah. Um, that's like, true. I think the first... That's true. I totally. I I remember. Up nobody the first remembers the last. Nobody remembers the rest of Up. There's like it's, that Australian it's... hunter guy, and don't dinosaurs show up at some point? Or am I just making uh, that up? There's the cute dog. There's the talking dog. There's, who's there's great. The, there's the talking dogs, and it's. I think the bird. Like there, he like he's after the bird or something. Yeah, maybe. I, I think the bird is the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. And then they, they save the bird. 
I, like, like up is it's it's very very just like uh first 20 minutes are amazing and then if you think about it the last five minutes are also incredibly depressing yeah because the freaking little boy scout kid is, is getting like honored and his dad isn't there basically mm-hmm. the only person yeah. who cares about him yep is this old guy who's probably going to be dead within a few years. So this kid is fucked. Mm. <laughs> but like in like in terms of whole movies, I'm just trying to think of like the ones that made the most difference and I'd have to say probably the original Toy Story. Oh sure, yeah, of course, of course. It's it's just, aged so well too. But it has like the story, like the characters, everything has just aged so perfectly. The visuals it's starting to look a little bad, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you just got to give it a pass for product of the time. They're also toys, um, you know. They most yeah. of the t- like when the human characters show up, like when Sid shows yeah. up. Yeah, Andy when it looks gets... really bad. Yeah, yeah, they all look kind of jacked up, but but most the, of the time the you're dog, just looking at the, the toys. The dog looks really yep. bad yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. Yeah, anyway, sure. like the original Toy Story, um, Finding Nemo really got me. When I was watching mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I just I just really liked that movie, and probably The Incredibles, mm-hmm. if only because when I was watching it, everyone has got like that one movie where if you if you're flipping through a channel and you see it, you just end up watching the rest of it. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't really matter what you were planning on doing. Once you see that movie on there, you just end up finding yourself watching it till the end. And that, that was me with The Incredibles. My It came out when my sister was, like, young, and she would watch it. And every time she'd watch it, I'd walk through the living room, and I'd just sit down. I'd just like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. Mm-hmm. This is good stuff. Yeah. So I guess those are my three. I, I remember, like, Finding Nemo used to be, just because it, it hit in, in a way that a lot of other Pixar movies kind of didn't. Um, I mean, like, like Wally didn't hit the way finding nemo did in terms of like i guess merchandise and stuff so finding nemo was always the one like when i went to the dentist or the doctor's office or um any of those places where people like have to leave kids for more than 30 minutes there was this five-year stretch uh after finding nemo came out that like that was consistently on all of those tv screens and every single time i saw it i was like oh heck yeah Heck yeah, I'll watch like 15 minutes of this. I hope it's the scene with the with fucking um, Crush, the turtle. Yeah, I just like that. It's just a fun adventure movie mm-hmm. that is is really good. I think the ending is a little bit weak where they're all like swimming down in the uh, like the fish net. Yeah. Like I don't I don't remember ever being like even as a kid, I'm like, this feels unnecessary. Mm hmm. Like, I get they're all working together, but they all just work together to escape. Like, this doesn't feel necessary, but it's, like, the only, like, minor spot of that movie that ever really bored me. Sure. And everything else is just, like, amazing. Uh, we, <sighs> should, we should talk about the movies on here that we've missed. Because there are a ton that I have not seen that I think are necessary. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen all the picks? I, I've no. only missed, like, two I think. Um, All right. So, which ones have you not seen? Okay. So, I'm 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 gonna look through. Uh, I have not seen. Do 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 do. I have not seen Brave. That's I guess that's the first uh, Pixar movie I haven't seen. Um, but once you once you start there, actually, that's damn. Well, so I haven't seen a Pixar movie since Cars two, apparently. Oh, which, that's which is bad. That, that's leaving a sad taste in your. I mouth. know, I know. I, well, I didn't. Here's the thing: like, I didn't hate Cars Two as much as everyone else did. I thought it was, it was like fun, and yeah, it's stupid. It's talking cars or whatever, but it's like not. I mean, when you when you set the bar, like if DreamWorks made that movie, it would be a a completely enjoyable movie, right? I yeah, I think that's about the time where all the original sort of ideas that made Pixar great. Cause there's like the whole famous like story about how the original creators of Pixar all kind of like sat around at a lunch and just came up with 
a whole bunch of ideas and those ideas were just like oh, i'm living toys all right yeah. well toy yeah. story i'm yeah. um, just like what about like monsters what are they doing uh monsters <laughs> inc oh what what if there was like superheroes what if there was a robot mm-hmm. that was a garbage compactor like, yeah they came up with basically all of the hits in like one lunch meeting and around cars two was when you could tell that they had run out of that well yeah and yeah. it's just, cars two was strange because it just felt like oh no this 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 the studio that was always striving for something better mm-hmm. just sold out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it wasn't so much that the movie was bad, because the movie's not great, Mm-mm. but it's kind of, it's just, it's entertaining fluff. Yeah, that's a, if, it's if, just, if you watch Toy Story two, you won't. I'm sorry, Cars two, you won't be like, your your question will be will not be like, why did I spend two hours of my life doing this? It'll be just me be more like, why, like why. Just why did they make? I mean, money. I guess is the answer, but yeah, it's, you're just looking at it and you're like, this movie by itself isn't bad, but what it represents felt like the end. And you're like, oh, their streak is done. Now it's just gonna be DreamWorks or whatever mm-hmm. from here. And around that time is where DreamWorks had come out with um, How to Train Your Dragon, which for my money is pretty damn good. So fucking that movie. I I I. I saw that movie way later than it came out because I, I kind of hadn't, I was like, Oh, it's DreamWorks fucking dollar store Pixar. Okay. And then I saw it and like, I, I may have cried the first time I saw how to train your dragon. That movie is fucking great. And I was like, that movie's Oh, okay. great. Okay. That movie, that movie is pretty great. But, and then cars two came out. Um, I saw brave mm-hmm. years ago. I didn't see when it came out. I saw it years ago. And it was boring, mostly. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Like, it was there. It was fine. Mm -hmm. But it felt like there was something missing. Like, it went for, like, the heartstring tug, classical uh, Pixar heartstring tug. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was just something that just wasn't there. And I just was bored half the time. It wasn't. Yeah, okay. Fair. I, Monsters University came out after that, which honestly was that any good? If you're gonna, I had no idea. Um, like, I had no frame of reference for it. I, I actually think, seen it, but I think Monsters University actually is good. Okay, but it's fundamentally ruined by the fact that the first movie exposes laughter being a better fuel. Yeah, because the entire right. yeah all of Monsters University is built around them learning how to scare and like figuring out like how to do this thing, and the entire movie you're like, well, we know this isn't going to work. Yeah. So honestly, if you haven't seen either Monsters University or Monsters Inc., you should honestly watch Monsters University. First. because it's a i mean because it's a prequel that's how they get away with it but it's still like it the the entire time i was watching it and there's like this big evil like professor character who's just like super strict and super scary and she's going on about like the fear and all that stuff and i'm just like i know all this is wrong mm-hmm. i know where this goes and so there it just that that knowledge just kind of sits on you the whole movie and it never allows the movie itself to really be as good as it can be. But honestly, I found it pretty entertaining. I thought it was honestly outside that specific issue. I thought it was just fine. I thought it was pretty good. Almost as good as the first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't rewatched monsters Inc in well, really, really, really long time. Um, mostly because, like, Mike Wazowski is a meme now, for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Everything's a meme now. That's true. That's true. Every, I kind of miss the days where everything memes were... Yeah. Memes memes kind of ruined stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you haven't seen Inside Out either? No, that's the big one. That's, like, absolutely next on my list. 
I'm going to say it's overrated. Really? Okay. You're, I, you're one of the first I have heard say that. Um, I, I, I thought it was overrated. It's not a bad movie by any stretch, but I thought it was kind of irritating, and it felt like I could see the seams of the storytelling. Okay. Like, all right, so here's where this this sad thing is obviously going to happen. Here's where this, it, like, you can see where the story is going half the time. And, like, the ending still delivers a pretty decent emotional payoff. But I remember watching it and being like, I'm, like, this is kind of, this is kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sucks. I, I thought it was overrated. Okay. It's, it's good, and it's worth watching. It's worth your time, but I wouldn't rank it in the top 10 what i what i heard so the the stuff that makes me um that makes me really 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 like want to see it uh is i heard from uh folks i know who have like depression or anxiety or you know just feel sad a lot have like um some kind of uh you know mental mental health issues that you know make them sad a lot that the way that that movie deals with the character of sadness uh, versus the character of joy is very like ta- talking with them. Um, it, it, they 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 said that it, it's treated in a very good way, where where like you know sadness isn't a bad thing; it exists within you, and there's a real blah 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 blah. I don't know. Like I, I just like that. That seemed meaningful to me, um, you know, as someone who also struggles with those issues sometimes. Uh, so I was like, I don't know. I, I was I was kind of stoked that it wasn't all just like, oh, the joy character is the good one and the anger one is the bad one, you know? I mean, th- there isn't really, like, a bad guy in the movie. Like, that's one thing about it I kind of like. Uh-huh. It's, it's these... It's joy and sadness basically going against each other. But I just had an issue because I could just see, like, all right, this is where the relationship's going to go. I'm bored now. Yeah. I I could see how it was going to develop. And I'm like, all right, I know where this is going to go. And it did exactly what I expected it to. And I feel like, like, sadness... I feel like sadness didn't get quite enough screen time because it's... I, I I'll I'll let you watch the movie. I won't yeah, okay, fair, fair, I, enough, fair enough. I I don't think it was. I I would rank it as a B. Mm. It it is a B. It's not an A. It's a B. Okay. Okay. Especially for Pixar. Um, so the Good Dinosaur. Now this is a movie that I actually kind of liked. I so I saw everybody like one ad for it, and that was it. And I was like, oh, I should see that every, movie. And then I completely forgot about it from for years. Everybody hated this movie. Really? Like, this movie came out, and everybody was just like, oh, oh, this is boring. This is crap. And so maybe it was just because I went in expecting it to not be all that good, mm-hmm. but I actually mm-hmm. rather liked it. Nice. I didn't think it was all that bad. Nice. I thought it was it was charming. It it wasn't groundbreaking. It had one specific scene which was a joke that was darker than i ever expected pixar to go it's just a split second joke damn that i just was not expecting out of a pixar movie okay. and i was laughing for 15 minutes because of how hilarious it was and how much it caught me off guard but like i like the the problems you see with it, like where you have like these really cartoony, goofy dinosaurs against like this super hyper realistic backdrop, that uh-huh. never really gets better. Okay. But you kind of adjust to it after a while. Sure. And like I I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was a decent little like coming of age kind of movie. That's that's more or less what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. kid dinosaur gets stuck in bad situation, has to figure shit out come of age it's a coming of age movie sure like that i i i didn't hate it i like i wouldn't rank it as one of their best or anything like Uh that but it's definitely not as bad as people seem to think it is Mm -hmm. it's fine it's it's kind of cute it has some good moments in it i will say i i the movie on this list that i probably had the least 
desire to go see is Finding Dory. I saw it on an airplane. It's literally the first movie all over again. Okay. That's kind of why I like, that's kind of why I thought that, you know, just seeing the ads, like, it's Finding Nemo again, but this time, it's like Finding Nemo New Game Plus mode where you unlock the secret character Dory, but it's the same thing all over again. It, it was, it, yeah, there's... Like none of the new characters outside the octopus or anything fun or interesting. Uh-huh. It's it's literally this. It's basically the exact same movie. Uh, uh, Dory gets stuck in captivity this time, oh oh and and Marlin and Nemo have to find it. Oh, and Marlin and Nemo are having you know parental daddy issues where Nemo wants to do stuff uh, yeah. and Marlin needs to learn to like loosen up, and uh, it's the same fucking movie all over again Mm -hmm. that's all it is Mm -hmm. so i don't like screw that i don't i don't care it was i was bored yeah fair fair um i i can tell you some some regurgitated thoughts about cars three uh because ray uh who you all know you've you've heard him on the podcast before uh fucking loves the cars movies because he's a he's a car guy and like he kind of grew up with the first one he was like oh this is awesome like it's a a movie about with talking cars and you know it's about racing and racing fast and this weird coming of age story that was like pretty much directly targeted at him right specifically um yeah he loved cars he loved cars too he was stoked for cars three because the 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 way that and actually, I was too when I saw the trailers, and I think a lot of people were as well. Because what the trailers made it seem like was that this main character, fucking Lightning McQueen, is old and broken and tired and can't race anymore. And it's going to be a story of him having to, like, pass the torch on to a new generation and, like, embrace technology and cars and clean racing and all this other kind of cool stuff um not to like put to find a point on it but like kind of like the way toy story 3 was like so much time has passed these kids are older now these characters have aged and now new things are happening um the trailers kind of made it seem like because there's this uh there's this like new badass like hypercar that's like this young hotshot um who's like supposed to carry the torch or whatever that's what the trailer made it seem like it also seemed fucking dark because lightning mcqueen flips a whole bunch and gets into a horrible accident uh so ray went and saw the movie and he came back just so pissed off because what they had done with cars 3 was make a movie that spends 80 minutes shitting on millennials like how no the old way the old way is the only way the fucking fucking old gasoline is good what is what is computers in cars what even is it power steering air conditioning we didn't have any of that back in my day of 1995 and it's just like completely completely bad apparently i i don't i don't know if i would if I was that angry, there's definitely an element, but I mean, that I feel like that's been in the series since the first Cars movie, which is all very like, oh, Route 66. I guess that used true. to be better because I'm an old fogey John Lasseter and I, I like things back when I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't hate. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that sort of nostalgia. And I watched Cars 3 and I actually kind of like, again, it's not great. It's better than Cars Two, mm-hmm. but like it's 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 a sports movie. They finally made like a sports movie. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what what Ray said was was this was it, the sports it's, movie. Oh, he gets his ass kicked, mm-hmm. um, and then he has to basically Rocky himself back into it. And honestly, like the under I, I understand like the oh they're shitting on millennials, but I saw it more as like an attack on the tech industry. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, I kind of enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. 
because they are they're all just like ah statistics nerds and all this other kind of stuff and i'm just like oh, i bet 538 probably hates this because mm-hmm. i i kind of enjoyed those digs because i do i do kind of hate a little bit of that culture a little bit of that aspect so i definitely understand where ray is coming from but it didn't bother me as much i saw it as more as like wrecking the tech industry that kind of thing just like the glitz of of silicon valley sort of shit Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. optimization and you're sort of like forgetting that it's not sometimes you need the drive and it's not always just about perfecting the numbers sort of deal sure like like it it, like it's more about your spirit than it is the number crunchers Mm -hmm. and like i'm i'm okay with that i am i was okay with that i do remember thinking there i like you saw cars too did did. you pick up on like the weird racial aspect to cars too because i remember watching cars too there was yeah wasn't there like like, here here's the thing about cars cars too the plot is the bad guys are shitty cars yeah that's what they are they're lemons they're like and the way they're presented they're presented kind of like a beleaguered lower class who's fed up with getting messed up and are uh-huh. trying and are lashing out mm-hmm. and they're the bad guys for it. And the movie presents like all these, like them as like unbridled bad guys. Like there's no sympathy for them either. It, it, it uses like lemons kind of like a racial slur. Just like yeah. what, listening to that movie, you're yeah. listening to the way they use the word lemon which is obviously a term for a crappy car, but they're just using it, and these cars are sentient, and they're just saying, like, oh, a bunch of lemons. I'm just like, there's a weird subtext here that is very uncomfortable. It's it's kind of like, I don't know if you saw, what was it, the box goblins? Or the oh, box trolls. yeah, the box, box trolls. trolls. Yeah. Where essentially the bad guy in that movie is like the same sort of deal. It's someone who's trying to climb the social ladder because he's constantly shit on by society more or less unfairly. And the movie comes down kind of on the side of the rich people and it's not entirely fair. And like that was the impression I got watching Cars too. I'm just like these, like I felt bad for the Cars because these are cars that everyone just dumps on Mm -hmm. because they're poorly made and they're not like because the cars universe is so weird you don't understand why they're bad car you don't understand like how lemons come to be right they they very much read as like disenfranchised lower class who have decided to come up with this very elaborate and rather interesting plan Uh to like get their rightful place in society right start a revolution and i and the movie's just like trying to present them as bad, and I'm like, I don't agree with this. This doesn't seem right. I, yeah, I feel like I, I I remember a lot of those cringy moments, but then but then the the thing is like, the the stuff I take away from that movie is fucking Mater being in a spy movie, and then the first uh, the first part of that movie where um, fucking Bruce Campbell is like the James Bond He gets Con, killed. He and gets, gets like fucking murdered. murdered on screen in a horrific fucking way. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's not good. It's like, it's. I, I remember like, Ray was like, you're going to have to prepare yourself to like, see, it's it's off screen. Like you see, you see, you don't see fucking the Bruce Campbell. You know what's happening die. to him. But no, but like they don't cut away from that scene. They're like, you hear the screams of the Bruce Campbell car being tortured and crushed to death as like the baddies look on. Like that is very much the, the fucking thing that happens in this movie for children. Yeah. It's, it's not right. Cars two is messed up. Cars two. Yeah. Yeah. I I like, I like the movie. I like the movie. It is very messed up. It is completely, completely messed up. So you haven't seen Coco. Coco is probably their best movie since Toy Story three. I would say it's definitely up there. 
it it belongs up there. It's very sweet. It's very good. Mm-hmm. You should watch Coco. I won't say anything more. Okay. I haven't seen Incredibles two. No, I, I haven't. I I haven't either. I I want to. I don't want to like be a hot takeologist here. But like, is it? It's too late. I, well, I'm fair, but like I. I don't love The Incredibles as much as everyone else does. Like, I think it's a good movie. I, I used to love The Incredibles a lot more than I do now, and then I started to see discussions about some of the subtext in that movie, uh-huh. and it kind of ruined it for me. Okay. So, okay. like, you know how, like, Brad Bird has, like, the sort of libertarian sort of, like, um, like, hey, these people are exceptional, don't hold them back. Yeah. Yeah. sort of sort of thing and they're like there's that like i know that's not what the movie's like intended message is but it comes across kind of it t- poorly no, it when totally you look does. at it just like the the villain is a person who is deliberately shat on mm-hmm. by the hero uh-huh. becomes a villain and honestly has a decent point yeah yeah right and his his villainy like there's uh, there's a way that pixar like threads that line because they're very good at what they do of, of making him an actual villain. Whereas in any other world, like, okay, okay. So sorry, we're going to, we're going to take a little trip to Sam's anime corner right now. Okay. Oh, yay. Everybody's favorite corner. It's Sam's anime corner. There's, there's the show, my hero academia, which pretty much is like, uh, syndrome was that his name syndrome yeah yeah syndrome Uh, is that takes place in a world where syndrome is successful and everyone is a superhero and like being a superhero is a job and you help people and like there's sure there are super villains but they're like there are groups of superheroes to to deal with it you know it, it pretty much seems very utopian uh except for you know obviously the problems of of the show that like the protagonist solve but like there isn't i mean uh, there there pixar had to do a lot of work to make a character with an ultimate with the ultimate goal of of syndrome uh be evil right and seem evil and uh heartless and irredeemable to the point where getting chopped up in a fucking jet engine speaking of horrifying pixar deaths yeah that was a pretty unfortunate death wasn't it yeah 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 um yeah and not just him right they they alluded to oh fucking what was his name they were like this is why you don't wear capes um yeah this this other superhero got fucking sucked into a a a jet engine as well two deaths in the incredibles one where someone gets sucked into a jet engine. These movies Ugh. are fucking weird. Talking about them, these fucking these movies are weird as hell. They are very, very strange. I mm. the core the, the core conceit is, of Wally. Uh, the core conceit uh, of Wally is like is an amnesia fucking thing, where you try like where this this robot who you've fallen in love with now has their memory wiped like there's a lot of horrific shit in here yeah am am i alone and feeling like the proper ending to wally was actually him not getting his memories back in some way yeah i mean because it felt kind of cheap that he like the other robot kissed him uh-huh. And all of a sudden, that, like, all of his spark. memories are back. Yeah. Whereas, like, that's not how robots work. Well, and I don't know. There was like a there was like a a tragedy to it mm-hmm. that was good. I know it was never going to end like that, but I don't know. It felt like that was the right ending. Sure, sure. And they they just couldn't do it because it's a kids movie. Yeah, I will. But if if that if you're gonna if you're gonna do it that way though, just don't have Wally lose his memory in the first place, right? Like, I don't. I don't understand because you you had for the majority of the movie. I guess uh, Eve didn't. Uh, Eve still had uh, its memory, but like it had this one goal, and like it wasn't really the the robot that Wally met, and like 
fell in robot love with, you know? So, like, you already had that kind of plot element going on in the movie, and then and then you do it with the with Wally and that that's just kind of kind of weird i think you know what's strange to think about there's a lot of like actually gruesome moments mm-hmm. in these movies mm-hmm. like in um in in toy story like all the all the toys freaking out on sid yeah like that would that would mess that kid up yeah. and he's already clearly neglected uh-huh. as yeah, a yeah, child yeah by by his parents like he, for sure. he doesn't have he doesn't have like an outlet which is why he's he's destructive well hey and... hey and if we're if we're thinking about this from a perspective of humans the way that the the outlet that sid has found for his uh, okay uh horrible dog owner notwithstanding right he doesn't really take care of his dog so that's that's something but like he isn't hurting anyone by making these like very strange but insanely creative, horrifying toy amalgamations. Yeah, that dude's very creative, right? He's 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 a tinkerer. He's gonna be like a good engineer, or or or, or grow up maybe to he be get, a wonderful modern artist. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, he. But he gets messed up, and in the third movie, he's a garbage man. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the toys ruined his potential I, man, as a human being. That's super sad. In A Bug's Life, um, oh, Hopper, God. played yeah. by Kevin Spacey, which mm-hmm. now makes the death a little bit more palatable, mm-hmm. he gets just eaten alive by a bird. Yep. Yeah, he gets put in the nest, and then the bird, like, puts him, and he, like, feeds it, the bird feeds it to his young, and it's like, that's pretty, that's pretty gruesome, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not seeing him get ripped apart, but you know that's what's that's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Shoot. I'm, I'm trying to think uh, of movies that didn't. Like, I, I, I... Monsters, Inc. didn't really have a, um... Like, a messed up sort of deal. Death scene. Finding Nemo didn't doesn't really either, which is kind of funny, if you think about it, because, you know, the underwater is a horrifying place full of mo- literal monsters. Uh, yeah. And, and the fact that no one really had a a, did a death there is is horrifying um toy story 3 does however have an extended torture scene yeah i'm not i'm not talking about the uh i'm not talking about the foundry or or whatever no you're you're talking about when they capture buzz right no i forgot about that i totally forgot about that but that scans too. I was talking about what they do to um, Huggy Bear, not Huggy Bear. Fucking love a lot bear. Yeah, Carolot bear. Lotso bear. Lotso bear. Huggy bear yeah, is the one that's... from Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Lotso. <laughs> yeah, no. Lotso bear has to spend eternity stapled to the front of a of an eighteen wheeler. He's just gonna slowly come apart. Yeah, yeah. He 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 gets to wait for the sweet release of death to come for him very slow. And don't get me wrong, fucking Lotso Bear was a dick, right? But holy shit, are you kidding me? There's there's some messed up, uh, oh my God. Uh, obviously, we, we talked about the ending of Up and the implications yeah. of this poor kid. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, Toy Story 3 has got plenty of moments that are sad. Cars 2, yeah. we've talked about, yeah. has some messed up shit. Mm-hmm. I don't remember enough of Brave to remember if there's messed up shit in Brave. I I legit don't remember enough about that movie. Okay, fair, fair. Um, Inside Out doesn't, the the way it, um, doesn't, there is a, a very sad moment in Inside Out. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know. It's it's not like horrific. It's just really depressing. Yeah, it feels like it would um, be one of those kinds of movies with a. There is a horrific death in the Good Dinosaur. I yep yep I I could have guessed that for sure for sure for sure. Dang. Uh, Finding Dory. No, Finding Dory's too too playing it safe sequel. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing particularly edgy about Finding Dory, and obviously we the first one. Well, no. The first one does have a horrific death right at the beginning. 
Oh god! Where the mother yeah. gets eaten by the barracuda. Holy shit! I totally forgot about that. That's like the whole point of the movie. That's the. Oh yeah! At like the beginning of the movie, they've got like a hundred eggs, Jesus. and then all those fish get killed get and eaten, ate. except for. Uh, you know, Nemo, who now has a defect for the rest yeah, of his life. Yeah, holy fucking hell. I totally so, yeah. fucking forgot about that. The whole inciting action. Damn. Um, Coco's got some, got a couple things in it where you're like, oh, that's, oh, okay, that's dark. Mm-hmm. Ah. Huh. Pixar, you've, you've got... You got some mean deaths on you. Yeah. You know, they, Pixar doesn't do the Disney thing where the where the bad guy just, you know, falls down a pit and we never see them again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> damn. Ugh. Damn. And this damn, is, damn, damn. Ugh. You know, I wanted to talk about good movies that made me happy and lovely, and we just ended up talking about horrible death. Yeah. Football sucks, Sam. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Pixar movies are good. I, I guess, I guess I kind of, I don't know. I'm like talking about the hor- horrif- like horrifying stuff in Pixar movies with a smile on my face because, you know, it, it beats the alternative of talking about football, which is you know real and stuff. So, like, joking about how, oh, ha, 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 all the stuff you missed from watching these movies when you were a kid that's actually horrifying, if you think about it for more than a second. You know, it's yeah. it's a place of comfort. Mm-hmm. I guess there was one thing about football this week that was kind of fun, mm-hmm. and that was Jay Cutler, who is no longer a football player, I guess. <laughs> I think that's a way to put it. It's, you know, n- no longer... Uh, or, yeah, so no jay cutler's wife Kristen um cavallari um like the reality show star also doesn't vaccinate her kids so is kind of shit somehow found herself in love with jay cutler and then found another reality show that i think is about her fashion business i think it's just like her also her life kind of deal anyway jay cutler is in it because he's just sort of like a side character in the background and he's the most jay cutler you could ever hope for yeah there's an excellent recap of the first episode on the ringer that you should all read if you can but basically jay cutler is peak jay cutler at one point in the episode he just has a giant cooler of elk meat and he's just <laughs> oh wa- carrying it around it's it's kind of astonishing. There was an amazing quote by him that, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. It's obviously the peak Jay Cutler. This basically, his wife is trying to decide, like figure out what he's doing. Like, what, what are you doing right now? Like, are you retired? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what, what, what are you doing with yourself? And Jay Cutler is just like, Mm, um yeah i'm not looking to work a lot right now i'm looking to do the exact opposite of that hell yes no hell yes i'm i am about that life hell yes it's so perfect he just he just doesn't care and there's multiple moments in the show where he 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 gets annoyed at like someone parking on the grass on his lawn so he puts out traffic cones Mm -hmm. to stop that from happening and then there's another scene where he's he's not like terribly enthused to greet her friends and co uh, business partners, mm-hmm. and she kind of like chides him, just like, "Well, I I want you to be happy. Like you're you're so sad. Like you're you're so grumpy. Like when you say hello, like say happy." And he just goes, "I'll just be neutral." <laughs> and his neutral face is just Jay Cutler face, which means he just looks like he doesn't give a shit. It's like it re- reading the recap and watching the highlights on Twitter makes me want to watch the show just for Jay Cutler, which, according to people who saw the show, is very much something the producers and the director totally figured out in the making because they're constantly cutting back to him just being Jay Cutler. I, do you think that that was planned? 
I like I because I, I, I can imagine they were like, okay, we're gonna make this this show because Kristen Cavallari is you know pretty much a you know a Kardashian, right? Like yeah, that, that that's kind of her thing. Um, and then when they started filming it, realizing that like Jake Cutler would be there the whole time they realized oh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change tack on our directorial vision here a little a little bit because holy shit i i don't know i really have no idea i don't i don't even know if maybe jay cutler's playing it up for television because i've seen jay cutler on television before he has a little guest spot on the league where Mm -hmm. he actually shows personality and is kind of fun he has very limited screen time but like, there's a couple of moments with him where it's like, oh, whoa, Jay Cutler, like, smiling and seeming happy and is actually acting. Must have taken like, a lot that's... of direction. <laughs> I, I, I hope so, but this just, like, the way they describe it, it sounds like he got signed up for this and didn't want it. And sure. he's just sort of, like, doing his own thing and just tolerating the cameras Mm -hmm. for the sake of like the money or something because he doesn't care enough it it looks amazing it like i need i may have to watch the show just for jay cutler and so should you yeah yeah i'm 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 definitely gonna we that might be something we can do watch an episode of that show do like turn this into recap right recap jay cutler on very cavallari every week yeah yeah you know they have the uh fucking the the bachelor and bachelorette podcasts we could we could be a jay cutler watch uh uh podcast during the off season hell yeah hell yeah but maybe not next week because next week um we're trying we're getting something in the works i'm getting something in the works we're gonna try and do something a little bit different, a little bit special. Um, I'm going to keep it a little bit secret. We'll have a guest, and we're going to try, and we will be watching something, and we will be doing a recap, if all goes according to plan. But it should be good, and I hope everybody will like it. And this is basically my way of ending the podcast before we start falling down a tube and not having anything to talk about. Sam! Uh, hell yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grizzeses. I'm actually doing a thing right now that, that's, that's fun and very scientific where I'm, I'm figuring out which uh, personalities or communities on Twitter have the most important fan bases. It's, it's, the, it's the Twitter stand tournament, so follow me at Sam Grizzeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S. Z-E-S-E-S-E-S and vote for your least favorite. Dave? I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook, on Patreon, on Instagram, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Let us know which Pixar death you think is the most horrifying and we'll see you next week where hopefully things will be a little bit more optimistic and we can actually talk about football. Have a good one, everybody.